Welcome to Park Chatter, the podcast that brings you the latest news and insights on all things Disney theme parks and resorts with your hosts, Matt and Katie. Whether you're a diehard fan or just looking for some insider knowledge, they've got you covered. From the latest ride openings and food festivals to trip planning and advice, they're your ultimate guide to all things Disney. So sit back, relax, and let's chat on Park Chatter. What's up, everybody? This is Matt, the host of Park Chatter, and I'm with Katie. Katie, how are you doing today? Hello, hello. I'm doing pretty good. It's been a busy week, but any day that I get to talk about Disney is a good day in my book. How are you? I'm doing well, doing well myself. Yeah, it's been it's been a crazy work week for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's it's nice now being able to talk some Disney. So yes, the yeah. highlight of the day. <laughs> this know, makes everything yeah. better. <laughs> Well, the days are like with two kids now. The days are long. Like oh, our days that. don't end. Like we can't. We don't relax until like nine, ten o'clock at night. Like mm-hmm. we we don't finish showering until like ten o'clock. It's just mm-hmm. the kids getting ready. We gotta clean up stuff. There's so much to clean. Um, you know, lots of bottles. We gotta clean. It takes forever. We gotta <laughs> organize the house. Man, it's it's exhausting. So uh, yeah. I can only <laughs> imagine. I can only imagine. Yeah, yeah. So soon enough, I'll get you know get the evenings back. Exactly. Yeah. Otherwise, you know things things are going well. Um, We got some good stuff to talk about with Disney this uh, you know this week. We you know first off, Happy Pride Month. Today's June, June first. Disney is celebrating Pride Month. You know, lots of merchandise celebrations going on there. Food. You know, some cool food. So hopefully, everyone has a great celebration. Um, So we'll kick that off. Uh, first, but you know, for the, the you know for the agenda for this week, we got lots to talk about. Mm-hmm. Mostly like quick topics, as you can see on our agenda, Katie. Just like uh, talk about the ticket packages that were released for next year. Um, Disney dining is priced out now, so we mm-hmm. talk you know talk about Disney dining, and we got a few listener questions. I actually have one more I got to add to the list, but um, you know, packed agenda for today. Yes, so. indeed. Yeah, I am excited. So, Katie, uh, we're we're gonna we're just gonna kick it off. Why okay. don't we talk about how the 2024 packages, vacation packages, were released on Wednesday? And apparently, it was uh, a shit show in the morning. Sorry for my language there. <laughs> I'm uh, shocked. Yeah. So apparently, there was like huge demand for 2024 packages like i don't remember that ever being like a real thing where people were like super excited to book their vacations that far in advance but you know people are always thinking about disney way in advance you know as do we so i mean apparently the you know everything opened up uh 7 a.m and then like 20 minutes later like the website crashed they stopped taking (laughs) phone calls and it didn't reopen until like a few hours later so that is just wild i feel like uh, one or two times this is happening, then maybe, okay, fine, you troubleshoot and figure it out. But this happens every time there's a major launch. So, like, n- maybe we need to work on our infrastructure a little bit, Disney? Yeah. I, uh, this is not, this doesn't bode well. <laughs> I know, they, they had a waiting room in queue, but apparently, yeah, that mm-hmm. didn't even do it for them. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I was, you know, I'm planning to go in March, uh, like I talked about last week and I was looking at the tickets 
And it's funny, uh, you know, well, first I'll, I'll explain this. You know, I looked at it and prices, prices are expensive for mm. March. Uh, I don't remember them being that expensive, at least in early March. But early March is pretty expensive, maybe because they saw what was going on in March this past year, even though the first week was very slow. But uh, it's like, I think we were going to, I was looking at, because I think we we're going to do three days. And I was looking at three days. It was like a hundred and like 56 a day or that's something like that. Dumb. Yeah. It's like, I was like, oh, that's really expensive. Um, and, you know, I'm still going to go anyways. <laughs> but, you know, it's just like, oof, man, this is, that's not cheap. September's looking a whole lot better now. So. Right? Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. But it's funny then, you know, I saw an article pop up this morning from allears.net and it's like why you shouldn't go to Disney World in March 2024. So I was like, oh, no, <laughs> it's like they're targeting you specifically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So but it was, it, you know, it was just about the pricing and just how it was like really expensive in March. So but it's OK if that article keeps people away the first week of March, I, you know, I'm, I'm fine with that. Yep. So. They're just doing you a favor, really. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's nuts. But apparently, I, I've been seeing a lot of people. Uh, I'm, I'm part of like some Facebook groups, Facebook groups, and people are posting. Yeah, this is like really expensive now mm-hmm. uh, for whatever reason. Yeah, the prices are prices are going up um, as you know as they always do. Um, but this seems you know, just like I, a bigger I, jump than it normally does, though. I know, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. I'm I'm curious if Disney is like seeing that, you know, because I, I think I was going to talk about it. Um, yeah, I have it in the agenda notes. Like this past weekend for Memorial Day weekend was like surprisingly really low. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually you see like big crowds that weekend for whatever reason. Tuesday after Memorial Day was like really really busy. Um, but is you know maybe Disney seeing like a dip in their attendance maybe maybe. i don't know but because like the value that you get out of your vacation like you don't get as much value like the your vacations are becoming more and more expensive yeah um because you need all these things you know you know think about again think about what was free like four years ago magical express uh fast pass um i'm trying to think what else free well they brought back resort parking but, you know, th- even though those two big things were available for free. So now now it's not. Um, I don't know. What do you think? You, th- you think uh, people are still coming to Disney as much or I don't know you it's um, on the decline a bit? I think it seems like it's on the decline a bit because it's been so crazy the past couple years with the post covid apocalypse. Um, but I don't know. I also think that. Uh, maybe this is just me being blindly optimistic. Like maybe people are saying like, yo, this is too expensive. Let's, we can't go anymore. So hopefully maybe long-term Disney will realize that, oh, maybe you shouldn't raise my prices so high, but I don't think that that's ever really going to happen. But yeah. yeah, I mean, like you said, like it, they're raising the prices without getting any of the perks too. And I understand inflation's awful and things like that, but like it really does make it hard and it adds up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Know. No, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and as long as the demand's there, people, you know, Disney's still gonna. Well, and then exactly, and prices, honestly, I guess. you said it best, right? You're going. You're still gonna go in March. Like it really isn't hindering us. It's just annoying. It's just annoying us. 
I know, I know. It's like, we're Just still going to go. I know. When I saw that the prices increased, I was like, oh, shoot, because I haven't bought my tickets for um, November's trip yet because I'm just a big old procrastinator. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, I, I sat out on it too long. Now they increased the price. But luckily, I, then I saw that it was for 2024. But yeah. kind of sparked a little bit of, oh, maybe I should go buy those today, <laughs> which I do. But I, <laughs> yeah, maybe sure. tomorrow I'll buy them. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, you know, luckily I get a somewhat decent discount through work. Because mm-hmm. um, I saved like, I saved a good chunk of money last year when I bought directly through work. So, um, you know, that's thankful for that. So yeah. I, I've been trying to, uh, I've been trying to see what the prices are for me, but they haven't like put those numbers yet in our system. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, I'm waiting to see. I'm waiting to see. But Anyways, well, speaking of tickets, we didn't get a chance to mention this last week, but since this is still relevant and, you know, this was this was already news. But if you haven't heard they're right there right now is a four day magic ticket. Uh, It's a promotion that Disney is running. So this ticket includes admission to one of each of the four Walt Disney World theme parks. Again, you know, Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Hollywood Studios and Disney Animal Kingdom. Uh, four admissions on four separate days. And for that, uh, you know, that price is at um, uh, four, with with tax, $421.74. So it's, you know, it's a really great price mm-hmm. for four days admission um, to the parks. You know, this this offer is valid from June 1st. So starting today. Uh, as of recording through September 29th with blockout dates from July 1st to the 4th and September 1st to the 4th. Um, and, you know, there's actually no theme park reservations as well for these tickets, which is pretty dope. So that's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, now, the last time I can think of, I can remember this deal is when I actually went on my bachelor party for in 2017 they had a very similar deal we bought the exact same kind of package or i should say deal um it was just like this we got admission to each of the four parks and i think we paid only like i think it was man i think it was like 350 dollars. so like that was six years ago now Mm -hmm. you know and it's you know not you know not too bad of a price so like i kind of wish i was going in september now because this is like you know a really great deal so i i did the math um on this and i you know because i I checked all the dates for the summer and i checked to see the lowest price price dates and that was i think the one of the last weeks in august was really low so if you know say you went the last week of august you're gonna save at least 63 dollars per ticket whereas if you bought regular pricing the lowest pricing was at 484 dollars so if you go in like July, you're going to save even more money mm-hmm. uh, than that. So it's it's a really good deal if you're planning to go to Disney this summer. Um, you know, maybe Disney is seeing that oh we you know we're they only bring out promotions like this when they want people to come to the parks. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, this is this is a great deal. So I, I would be on top of this if if you're planning to go this summer. Uh, Katie, what are your what are your thoughts on this? 
it's really good. I like when they do this style of discount too because it opens it up for folks who don't want to stay on property as well. Because um, I feel like a lot of, lately a lot of their packages have been tied into resort stays as well, which I understand mm -hmm. they want people to stay on the resorts. But I mean, I don't know. It's a, I think it's a great deal. I did have a question. Um, kind So what happens if I wanted to go more than four days though, right? So like if I were to book a trip, I'd want to stay. I would probably want to do more than four park days. So like... I know I did see that you can't add on park hopper or anything like that, but like, would I be able to buy the four day ticket on this deal and then buy like a two day ticket separately? How does that work? Oh, absolutely. Disney's not going to deny you to. <laughs> no, buy I guess. I guess. Not. I would just. I would just say you have to buy it in in addition to this. Yeah. Like you'd have to buy, because if you, I went into the Dis Disney's website and it's two. You know, it'd be two separate transactions. You'd buy. Mm -hmm. Uh, you buy the four-day ticket. You pick the the date that you want your package to start, and then you would go and just buy two more days. Separately, and that would in a just separate get, transaction. Yeah, a well, separate I guess though. I wonder if that would actually. Yeah, because when you only buy a smaller amount of like a shorter amount of days, price tickets are even more expensive too, though. So they are. Yeah, that does I guess pose a problem. But interesting to think about. I like that. I think it's a fun, it's a fun deal. I wish I could go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, man. Yeah. I was, yeah. Unfortunately with like paternity and maternity leave this year, our, our vacations were all like screwed up. So like, plus the baby is like, excuse me. Yeah. We don't want to bring her when she's like super young. So, uh, you know, oh, well, we're missing out on this one. This is, this is a good one though. So if you're going this summer, check it out. Uh, this, this is a great t ticket deal for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially, you know, if you're, you know, planning to go to the parks for four days. Um, all right. So a uh, couple of, like smaller things here. Well, you know, one thing that I, you know, I couldn't wait to mention. The barges are now removed from the lagoon in World, World Showcase. I think we all need to just say a silent prayer that they never show up again. I know. Well, they've been I've been seeing the pictures uh, from overhead, there's a Twitter account called BioReconstruct, and I guess I don't know how they fly a plane over and they take <laughs> photos of Disney. I don't know how that works, but that uh, you could see the barges being torn apart and demolished. Oh so they are they are gone for good. The harmonious barges are gone from Epcot, and the view is back. It's just great seeing like video of like yeah. just the view coming back. It's like ah, oh, this is what I remember. Not I know. metal. It's arguably one of the best views at Disney, and you go and, yeah. So, goodbye, barges. You will not be missed. You were an eyesore for far too long. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I'm happy, happy they are gone. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Rock and Roller Coaster was uh, reopened after a long refurbishment. It uh, was closed since the end of February. It reopened. Had a few issues the first couple days it reopened. Um, it was like opening and closing, but uh, looks like it's back on track now. So <laughs> track. if you're looking to ride Rock and Roller Coaster, at least you know that'll eat up some of the lines at Hollywood Studios again. Yeah. So I like this yeah. one. Haven't they been talking for forever about changing it off of Aerosmith and all of that stuff? Um, I feel like it's always been it's rumored. It's always like rumored. Yeah. Well, that's what people were thinking that's that it was going to go down for good. 
for this one. Like for this refurbishment, people are like, yeah, it's not, it's not coming back because it was down for, for a while. But no, it's it's back. She back. Um, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it is back for now. And yeah, you know, every time I think of that ride, I, I just, I, I just, it's the worst queue on property. It has the worst queue. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but it moves so slow. It's so boring, especially on the outside. It gets so hot in there. <laughs> like, I don't know what Disney was thinking when they like made the queue for this ride. Like, it is it is the worst. I can't so. even tell you the last time I did standby queue for it because if I don't have a lightning lane for it, I do single rider. Single rider is just as bad. Like, I really. I, I don't know the the few times that I've done it, single rider was so oh, slow. No. Yeah, it like it, two times in a row. Like I remember two trips back to back. I think it was like uh, eighteen and nineteen. I can't remember, but I remember two trips and like they it, single rider was just so slow. And I was like, this is this is the worst. I'll never <laughs> ride with. I'll never ride it again without like fast pass. So. Oh gosh. Okay then. Never mind. Yeah. I've never had an issue with it, but. Hey, hit or miss, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't travel with miss. Matt. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Actually, no, you should travel with me. I'm a, I'm a lot of fun at Disney, so. <laughs> Just not at Rock and Roller Coaster. No, not at all. So. <laughs> um, all right, so yeah, so that's reopened. And then I just read that. Uh, so it's been actually seven years since the Copper Creek cabins have opened, which I didn't realize. Um, but, you know, with DVC... Um, villas and dvc homes and stuff like that usually how like the refreshments and refurbishments work is like every seven years they'll get like you know they'll get refreshed on the inside like new linens and Mm -hmm. you know maybe some new couches or something like that and then every 14 years they do like a full refurbishment similar to how you know boulder creek just had a full like refurb um so the copper creek copper creek cabins they'll be going down April of 2024, um, they said they'll be doing four at a time, getting refreshed. So they said there'll be some disturbances. So, you know, if you're going to Worldliness Lodge anytime after April 2024, just be warned that you'll get some kind of construction uh, going on over there. Um, I'll be happy. I'll be just missing it. I don't have to deal with that since we'll, you know, hopefully be getting it uh, in March. So, uh, just wanted to put that warning out there. Um, any any thoughts on that? I mean, just kind of a, a note that I wanted to mention. <laughs> yeah, no, I, th- I think yeah, captured it real well. <laughs> okay, all right, cool. So, Kate, I don't know if you saw this next thing, but the mm-hmm. the cool wash, you know, you know the cool wash, right? Yeah. And it's a test track in Epcot. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. So it you know it reopened in World Discovery as like uh, as the refreshment station. Uh, and it actually has some like pretty cool frozen drinks, um, so you can get like frozen Coca Cola, frozen Fanta banana. I I don't think I would try that, that one. That sounds terrible. Sounds yeah, but they have frozen Coca Cola topped with caramel and blueberries, frozen Fanta topped with caramel and blueberries, frozen Coca Cola topped with assorted candies, and then the Fanta banana topped with assorted candies as well. Uh, it look, you know, the the, uh, the Coca Cola one with like the candies, I would, yeah. I would want to try. That one's 
sounds yeah. really good. So I'm trying to think. So Fanta banana is really just like orange banana. So maybe it's not so crazy. But then you throw in caramel with blueberries. Well, Fanta Fanta is the brand. It has lots of different. Fanta has lots of different oh, flavors. Oh, so this is just orange like a straight is, banana. Yeah, orange. Um, orange is their like most popular flavor, oh. but Fanta has like several different. Uh, like fruity sodas. Okay, so like I knew they had a couple ones, but I I didn't know that they had a banana one. That's so weird. Okay, so you want to... Actually, you know what? No, maybe it'll be good. Because I do like like putting like banana in my like milkshakes and stuff. Okay. Chopping it up. So I don't know. Maybe it'll be good. Caramel and blueberries? That's a weird... That's a weird... I'm here for it and I support anyone trying it. I'm here for more of the assorted candies because... I just like candy. I think I'd definitely try those. Yeah. But I'm a little, I'm still concerned about banana, caramel. Like, so banana and caramel, love it. Banana and blueberries, love it. Banana, caramel, and blueberries. (laughs) I don't, I don't know, man. (laughs) Someone, you got to go try it out. Got to try it out and let us know. Yeah. No, for sure. So that's, uh, that's something cool that reopened over in Epcot. Uh, all right, so for the last topic, uh, quick topic we have for today. So, Katie, I didn't brief you on this one. You did not. Uh, but I found something interesting. So I, I go on, on reddit.com every day. And are you familiar with Reddit at all? Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, well, yeah. If, anyone, if anyone's not familiar with Reddit, it's just like a big, I, I kind of call it like a big message board where there's mm-hmm. so many different um they call them subreddits but they're like forums like so many different forums where people can post and if your post is you know fun and you know worthy to look at it gets upvoted then it goes to the top of the front page and you know people comment on it and talk about it um but like anything imaginable you can find on 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 reddit but anyways on one of the subreddits I, i follow walt disney world subreddit i go on there Pretty much every day. It's one of my favorited ones. I, I check it out. Um, I was looking at it a few days ago, and someone posted a question. Now, I was trying to just find... I took a screenshot of this comment that someone posted, but I, I can't remember what the question was, but it was something like, what's an interesting... Or I think it was like, what's your go-to f- like fun fact about Walt Disney World? Like, you know, something that you would like tell your friends. But there was an interesting response response about the uh, Stitch show building in Tomorrowland. So there was, you know, Alien Encounter, Extraterrestrial, my favorite ride of all time at Disney. And it was transformed into um, Stitch's Great Escape. And, you know, it went down, used to be seasonal. Now it's just, you know, closed. It's not reopening. And there's so been, there's been so much talk over, you know, many years now of oh you know when is that building going to finally be used for like something else like what is going to happen with it you know we you know we need something there and i've always wanted there too like that's such a great space like how has disney not utilized that space Mm yet so on this post that someone made a someone commented who apparently is a former imagineer so i can't like say whether this is like credible information but like how he kind of speaks, you know, in the rest of the comments, it, like it sounds pretty legit. So I'm going to take it as this is like a real thing because it, <laughs> I can't, like, I can't see it being wrong. Like this sounds like it's not, this sounds very plausible. So anyway, so built this, the suspense so much. I'm ready. <laughs> so 
Uh, oh, you know what? I just accidentally deleted my screen. <laughs> can't read. Okay, so I want to quote with the, 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 the user. I'll just keep the username anonymous here. But the former Imagineer, uh, this is what he says. The reason why Stitch will never have a major attraction overhaul is because it shares the same building as Cosmic Rays. Due to the asbestos in the facility and building code changes since the 70s, both Cosmic Rays and the attraction would have to go down and be brought up to code. Cosmic Rays generates millions of dollars a week and they cannot lose that revenue. They can retheme Stitch all they want, but they cannot trigger the code changes requirements. End quote. So pretty much like if they want to do everything, they have to take down Cosmic Rays mm -hmm. and update the code changes because, you know, when stuff was built in the 70s, there's all this asbestos, asbestos mm -hmm. in there. So they have to get all of that out. But that would then, you know, again, trigger Cosmic Rays to shut down. Um, so, yeah, he, he posted something else, but that was like the main uh, thing but I thought that was like interesting to get like because it feels like a real response yeah you know? and I mean it makes sense too neither of those buildings have really been touched ever so it checks out I think that would also make a lot of sense why they're not jumping to do anything with it other than put some duct tape over it and change the theme a little bit here and there I know I know yeah I can't imagine what it looks like on the inside of there now I mean I'd honestly be okay with them doing another retheme of that <laughs> same attraction, <laughs> make it no. make it scary again. No, no, yeah. it's a dumb ride. No, <laughs> it's, it's not. not. <laughs> you did it. You said you, wait. You never went on the original Alien one, though, right? I, I think I did. I just don't remember it. It it, it was so scary. So I know, scary. and it doesn't fit at Magic Kingdom. Yes, it yes it does. It does. Okay, they if they, they could do it, they could they could they're smart enough where they could figure it out. So I think it made sense as Stitch. I think that was fine. I don't know why that ever went away, other than the fact that it was a dumb ride. Well, the chili dog smell at the end did not. <laughs> that was really all, so. gross. Yeah. It was nasty. It was <laughs> yeah. It just it didn't have the same charm as Alien Encounter. So no, not nearly enough kids peed their pants. No, not at all. So. <laughs> Anyways, I wanted to share that because I thought that was cool. That and cool. Uh, it to me, it answers a question that has been on a lot of people's minds that I've definitely seen, Oh, you know, being in the Disney community now for a while, you know, that I've seen over and over. So, you know, whether it's true or not, I don't know, but I like to think it's, it's true. So there you yeah. go. All right. Now to the main attraction, talking about, Dining plan pricing. <laughs> Can't wait. I know. Yeah, it, it honestly was a super slow news week. Like, nothing happened. <laughs> it, was, it, was, <laughs> it was really slow. Um, but I think it's good to talk about what the pricing is for these dining plans, but also what's in, like, what's included in the dining plans, you know? I think that's what, like, more people are excited about because, like, they they've changed over time they like how it works sometimes what like for example one of the biggest changes that happened before the pandemic was uh, i can't remember the years but say like 2017 or 18 uh in the at that time they it, it, you know say quick sir or i was let me do table service table service included um 
an appetizer, an entree, and a dessert. And, you know, no alcoholic beverage. They changed it where they removed the appetizer, then you got an entree, dessert, and a alcoholic beverage. So you got the alcoholic beverage instead of the appetizer. Um, so that was like, you know, one of the big changes. So, you know, things, things change. So let's, let's talk through some of the details. So now again, we have the two separate dining plans and, you know, thank goodness there's only two cause there's no reason to have any more than this. Like Mm-mm. you only need two and these two just make sense. Um, so first is the kind of the main attraction, which is the the Disney dining plan, um, which includes one table service meal credit, one quick service meal credit, one non-alcoholic drink or alcoholic drink per meal credit, um, one snack or drink credit, and then a resort refillable mug. And that includes uh, per guest for each night of your stay. Uh, each night for adults on this Disney dining plan is, I'm just going to round up numbers, $95 to make it easy. So $95 a day, you get a table service credit, quick service credit, alcoholic drink, snack, and refillable mug for your trip. For kids three to nine, $30. So, you know, when you take that into account, just kind of do, do your math, see if it works out for you. I did a couple of mock pricing uh, of what it, you know, what it could be. So say you're doing four days with two adults, you're going to be paying $754 for all of your meals for those four days that you're at Disney. If you're two adults, two children, $991 for those days. So I think it's pretty reasonable. I don't think it's outlandish, you know, with the prices. Cause like, you know, you know, if you do like a buffet for like one of your table services, like actually, I think buffets might be two table service credits. Some of mm. them are. Some of them are. Cause I think storybook dining was one. Storybook dining was one. Uh, Akershus was one. And I think Cinderella's Royal Table was one, if I'm remembering. You know, they, Disney, I didn't put it, I didn't put that in the notes. I'm pretty sure um, it's those three because that's what it's been historically. And then they also called out a couple of the fine dining experiences, like Be Our Guest was kind of the biggest one. That was one, yeah. California Grill, like oh. a lot of signature, a lot of signature locations are two credits. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jico is one. Probably like Narcusi, Citricos, and stuff. So, um, but yeah, so those are the pricings for that. Um, so check that one out, you know, if it works for you and your family. Then for the quick service dining plan pricing, um, that is, you know, what you get is two quick service meals a day, uh, one non alcoholic, alcoholic drink per meal, one you know, snack or drink per day and then a resort refillable mug. Oh, you know what I'm realizing? What? The dining plans used to include two snack credits a day. You're only getting one snack credit a day. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure it was only one. Maybe that was a different... When I went in 2019, I got two snack credits a day. 
we were on like the the table service dining plan too. So maybe and this that's what table it was. service dining plan only gets one snack credit per day. Hmm. So they removed one. I didn't even think about that. So that, that's yeah. So that's something they removed, which I I haven't seen anyone notice or anyone talk about, and I just noticed that now. So interesting. Okay, interesting. Anyways. Uh, so yeah, quick service, dining plan. Uh, again, you get two quick service meals per day. Alcoholic beverage, non-alcoholic beverage, one snack, and a resort refillable mug for your stay. Uh, adults are priced at $57. Kids, 3 to 9, are $24. So if you're you know, doing some mock pricing here, four days with two adults, $456 for two adults. And then, but if you do four adults, or sorry, four days, two adults, two children, $646 for all of that food. Um, so with that said, you know, I, I, I want to talk about like what's included in those meals real quick. Um, so bear with me because, you know, <laughs> I think this is, I think this is important to know if, if you're thinking of buying it, what's included. So, so if you... If you have the quick service, uh, well, in inside a quick service meal per night of your stay, breakfast, lunch, or dinner, you get one entree, and then a alcoholic beverage or a non-alcoholic beverage, and that is with all quick service meals. Okay, so now let's go to uh, table service meals, uh, and it's kind of split up between two categories. First, for breakfast, you'll get one entree. And then again, a beverage or non-alcoholic or alcoholic beverage uh, per guest, and then uh, or you can get one full buffet or family-style meal as a prefix, and again with the the beverage. Not so that was for breakfast, for for brunch, lunch, or dinner, you get an entree, dessert, and then a beverage, or you get one full buffet with a course of beverage as well. So that's um, that's what's included with the meal. So nothing has really changed, I don't think, from last year, but or from when they had it in 2020. Mm-hmm. But yeah, any thoughts on this, Katie? So I think, I mean, this sounds pretty similar, other than the snack credit. Um, which I did have to fact check you because I really thought that there was only one snack credit too, but no, 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 no. You were right, as I shouldn't have known. Um, <laughs> you've done it more recently than I have. But, um, the one thing I'm trying to remember, I just remember when I was working at Disney, that was in 2014, um, I worked sometimes at Saratoga Springs Gift Shop, which is connected to their... Um, quick service place right and i just remember having to scan in everyone's quick service meals as part of their plan and didn't the quick services usually include a side drink and the entree before because i remember having to tell people no you need to go back and get a bag of chips or no you need to go back and get a side of something yeah i remember that being a thing yeah so i think it's different that the quick service is only the entree and the beverage. And to be honest, I know it's less food for more cost, but this almost makes me more interested in it because I just, with the dining plan, 
you just get so much food. So I almost like that they're taking stuff away. Now I just wish that the price wasn't also increasing at the same time. <laughs> slight, slight difference there. You, you got lower amounts of food, but it doesn't help that you're still increasing the price. But it is what it is. It's not a terrible deal if you like paying for your food up front and not worrying about it in the moment. Dining plans for you if you eat a whole bunch of food or if you're planning on doing those nicer sit-down meals. Honestly, if you're planning on doing multiple of the sit-down meals, this actually does make more sense because you'll pay less by mm -hmm. using the dining credits versus paying out of pocket. So Yeah. So I get it. Yeah. I'm not completely against the dining plan. I just really <laughs> just do the math. That's all I got to say. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. No, we say it enough. Do the math. Yep. <laughs> and I also got to say, I love the resort refillable mugs. It's cool that they're included with the dining plan. But even if you're not on the dining plan, I just need to shout out the refillable mugs because they are really, truly game changer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care much for them. I I have. What? Yeah. No, yeah, no, no. I you're think... doing it wrong then. You're doing it wrong. Well, I don't know. I guess because I'm spoiled, you know, being in with in a, like a DVC room, we always have like a full fridge and we get stuff delivered. Yeah. There's just like no reason to go down to like uh, the, you know, quick service location to like go refill my mug with with anything. So all I'm saying is when we were at Beach Club, I may or may not have also had a bottle of rum and I may or may not have filled up my cup with Coke all the time when I went to the pool and just did a little mixology class in the room before <laughs> I went to the pool. I'm not saying I did it, but if you if you have those resort refillable mugs, they're 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 fun if you do it right. No, I mean it's good good tips. So <laughs> I don't, I can't fault you there. So the one thing I did like having my mug the the last time I remember doing it. The only time I would like use the mug, I f my I would fill it with coffee, yeah. Um, and, like in the morning, we didn't use it for anything else because we were just like out and about all day. But like <clears throat> filling that thing up with coffee was great. Like that was you know that was like the best thing I could do. Yeah. So I agree. That is good. Yeah. Although if you have multiple cups in your party, have one of them be coffee and one of them be non-coffee. Otherwise, all cups are gonna smell like coffee. Mm, well, it was only my wife and I. You know, yeah, I, honestly, I think this was back in 2013 when we first <laughs> went to, for the first time we went together. Um, and, you know, we both just wanted coffee in the morning. So I always I always went, picked up some breakfast and got coffee. So there you go. it worked out. Yep. Yeah. But all right. So those you know, those are the details for the Disney dining plan. Um, hopefully I didn't put you to sleep with all that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I apologize, but, you know, it's stuff to think about for your upcoming trip. And, you know, I I, I think I'm going to give it a try in a much, you know, in a future trip when it's just like me, my my wife and my two kids mm -hmm. um, and see if it's really worth it. Because honestly, like m my daughter loved the Topolino's character breakfast like she loved it and. As expensive as they are, we might, like, because I told you, we're not doing that many park days. Like, mm -hmm. I might do, like, two or three character breakfasts just because, like, I know she loves them so much. And, like, that's, like, I would rather spend money on that than, like, a park day because, you know, she might find yeah. more enjoyment out of those than, you know, 
stuff in the park maybe i don't know i have no well, idea but. and that's also about be- the best way to meet characters too without yes. feeling like you're s- sitting around and standing in lines waiting to meet the princesses the characters and all of that like yeah. it'll keep the kids attention far mm-hmm. more than waiting in lines for them and so yeah. they'll be able to see more characters that way too so yeah especially when they're super young like we exactly. waited 20 minutes to meet anna and elsa and it's hard keeping a toddler <laughs> you know entertained in like a line where it's like oh we can't move but i want to go see this i want to go walk over and see that and you don't want to disturb the like people around you so having those character meals is like game changer yeah yeah all right well that is the news for this week we actually have a, a a few listener questions uh today so i'm excited to jump in those always my lesser questions are like my favorite part of the show mine too yeah so all right so let's kick this off um part of the show caitlin uh sent in a couple questions she'll be going i think she said the uh, sometime in july so katie i'll kick this first question off to you uh tips on how to beat the heat in summer months Ugh. well so i know this isn't going to answer the question but don't go in the summer Ugh. Um, but I realize that's not an option for a lot of people. Um, so, uh, biggest thing, I mean, it sounds silly, but drink a lot of water. (laughs) You need to stay hydrated. (laughs) Don't Mm -hmm. underestimate it. I think there's so, it's so easy to not like to just forget to drink water. I am completely guilty of that. So drink a lot of water. Those cooling towels are amazing. You can buy those little um, neck fans. I saw, I keep seeing those around everywhere um, that you just like hang around your neck and it blows cool air on you. Or even just like a really cheap handheld fan makes the world of difference. Buy them cheap at the dollar store or something that way, if and when they break, you just throw them away and say good riddance. Don't buy the $20 million Mickey fan blaster things. Those are not worth it. Um, Also, if, okay, aside from like actual hydration, very important, um, take breaks, rope drop in the morning, go home and take a nap during the afternoon. I know I'm kind of reading your notes too, Matt. (laughs) But really, like, don't be at the parks or don't plan anything major in the middle of the day. Um, Rope drop, take a nap, go to the pool go back to the um, to close out the parks at night. Now, if you are a go, go, go park all day person, totally fine. Plan a meal at like three o'clock. You can do double as lunch and dinner or um, hit up the lounges or go see some of the shows. You know, Hall of Presidents is a fantastic 30 minute nap in the air conditioning. Yeah, Carousel of Progress, Carousel another good one. Carousel of Progress, solid yeah. choice. I literally, yeah. back in the golden days of COVID when I decided I wanted to write a blog. I wrote a blog post about the best places to take a nap at Disney. <laughs> so <laughs> I might have to dig that out somewhere. Um, <laughs> forget I did that. But yeah, I think those are the biggest ones. Like, just don't don't be caught out. It's so hard because I know Festival of Fantasy is at 3 o'clock. But on those hot days, it's not worth it. It's just not. It's just not. No. No, yeah, you, you said it. I mean, it's... The good thing is, like you said go stay at the park late because definitely rope drop midday break you know take a nap get out of the sun um and the great thing about the summer that's when the parks are always open the latest yes um so like you know tonight magic kingdom is open till 11 um 
p.m. So, you know, you can get a lot done, you know, in those, you know, in the evenings. You know, if you don't, if you're not looking to do nighttime entertainment, you know, go walk around at the parks and, you know, get, get rides in. Um, you know, my, my biggest thing is like always do, Katie, you talked about table service meals. Like, you know, I think the best way to approach anything is on a park day is do sit down for a table service meal, you know, midday, you mm-hmm. know, for like lunch, like do it find yeah whatever lounge there might be you know grab a drink just like chill get off get off your feet you know as much as you can mm-hmm. um so yeah yeah do that so very cool and i know we've talked about it before we're both really big fans of nomad lounge i cannot tell you a better place to escape the horrible heat of animal kingdom than sitting at nomad lounge even if you're out on the veranda it is cool it's shady there's yeah. the flotilla is going past you. It is the most calming experience. A couple trips ago, Nick and I literally spent two hours sitting there, and it was just so calming and relaxing. Yeah. So yeah, find a lounge, just just get out of the sun somehow. There's plenty of places to rest. Not so much in Epcot. Epcot kind of sucks for that. But <laughs> <laughs> everywhere else, find a lounge. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, cool. So the other question that she sent in was, so they'll be visiting Epcot um, when there isn't a festival. Nice. That's so, not many days of the year. Yeah. Like, so she was asked, what can you do? Because, yeah, the you know, I said, I'm like, that's pretty rare. There's like, you know, probably a few weeks out of the year where there's not a festival. Um, so to me, you know, when people visit Epcot, like they're really all about eating and drinking festival Mm -hmm. items there's so many great like snacks that are there on the reg or Mm -hmm. i should say on the regular on the reg that you know you really need to try you know like in france at uh oh man i'm gonna butcher the name like les glaciers uh de artisan or something like that wow it's one of the it's the ice cream shop over there where you can get ice cream in between pressed, uh, like uh, brioche bread. Mm-hmm. Um, it's amazing. It is so good. Imagine ice cream just between two warm pieces of bread. It is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like that's there all the time. The pretzel bread pudding over at Summer House in Germany. Um, you know, just just you know, go to the um, Kring Kringala. What is yeah. it? Kring Kringala over at in Norway. Norway. You know, it has all those. Yeah, it has all those great pastry shops. Mm-hmm. Um, so just try all those, diff- like make a list, try all those different foods or drinks that uh, you probably wouldn't normally get because of the festivals. You know, you could still do a tour of yeah. eating and drinking around the world. Um, but also I feel because of the festivals, not many people actually sit down for table service meals as much. I mean, mm-hmm. I know people do. They, you know, people sit down table service meals but like they don't think about it as much because they're like oh we you know we're just going to snack all around the um the booths so uh yeah i think you know doing the table service meal is such a big you know um big thing that you could do because it's such a a lot of great a lot of great restaurants over in epcot that you don't you don't want to miss out on yep for sure anything you want to add to that no that's pretty much it that was going to be my thing too Go still eat and drink around the world. Just don't do it booth-wise, right? Like, I, I'm pretty sure I read a blog post about doing that as well. Like, what to do during <laughs> a non-festival. I have to find that blog. Maybe I should 
dig that out. Probably not. I don't have time for that. But no, it was a, you won't, you won't it, it was a fun couple months while we lasted. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, no, there's a ton of cool things to do at Epcot that are food-wise that are not festival-focused. Um, and I think, I mean, even just if I'm thinking not food and wine, or food and wine, food and snacks as well, um, I mean... Because I, I think when you're stuck on the booths, you spend so much time waiting in line for the food and eating the food and just taking in all of the extra little, like, art booths and fun little things that are set up. But, like, explore the pavilions. All of the pavilions have really cool gift shops, which you might not spend as much time in. Most of them mm-hmm. have really fun displays or movies or something like that. Like, there's still so much to do at Epcot. But I think since it's always festival season, it just gets so overshadowed with the booths and the festivities and things. But Epcot, mm-hmm. like base Epcot is still, there's still so many cool things. Do one of the tours, like do one of the backstage tours of um, Living with the mm. Land, the Behind the Seeds tour. Or yeah. um, if you're scuba certified, go swim in the aquarium <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. I don't know. There's There's lots of options. Yeah. Speaking of swimming in the aquarium, I uh, I was looking at uh, Disney Plus this past week, and I was doing like a search, and it had like Disney Parks collections in like the search section, and it had all the all the TV shows that are that feature Walt Disney World, you know. So they had the old Boy Meets World episode. Oh. Uh, so I ended up watching, you know, like twenty one minutes, but it was fun just you know seeing, um, you know. You know, they're over in, like, the aquarium, like, looking at, like, dolphins and stuff like that. So, That's just, you know, fun to, fun to go down memory lane. So. It is cute. Yeah. All right. Well, Caitlin, thank you for those trips. And please, uh, you know, have some fun. I don't know why I just said please have some fun on a trip. But please. Just make sure. Have fun. Force have family fun. fun. Do it. <laughs> I'll be so mad if you don't. Um, oh, my God. All right. So, uh Katie, you take this next one. All right. Laura, good, good friend of the show, is asking, she's spending a day at Disney Springs. Do we recommend Homecoming or the Boathouse? This one's tricky for me because I've never been to the Boathouse, and I loved Homecoming. Have you been to the Boathouse? I have not, no. I've I've never been. I've always wanted to. I was going to say, I'm going to guess you have two votes for Homecoming here. Um, but I do know Boathouse gets some crazy good reviews. Yeah. Um, I think Homecoming is just a little bit more laid back, relaxed, kind of fun vibe. Um, I mean, maybe Boathouse is too. I've never been there vibe. But I really liked Homecoming. I think the portion sizes were really big, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you will get full <clears throat> there. Excuse me. So, I don't know. It's cool. And you can do Homecoming for breakfast. You can do it for brunch. You can do it for dinner, anytime. I think Boathouse, I think, might only be lunch and dinner. At least that's all I ever see it. Um, uh, see people talk yeah, about. I'm not sure about that. Yeah. So. Well, funny enough, uh, you know, Caitlin, friend of the show, who just asked those questions beforehand, um, I hope I'm not wrong in this because I don't think it's paddlefish, but I'm 95% confident that she starts every trip at Boathouse. Really? Like, I know that, she, I know, like, yeah, like, that's like her tradition. Of, you know, anytime I like, I see, you know, her Instagram stories and we've talked about it too. Like 
she, you know, goes to Disney Springs, goes to Boathouse for, you know, I think some like margaritas, I believe it is. And nice. I can't remember, but that's where she always starts a trip. So you know, she loves it. I know people do. I don't think you're going to go wrong, Mm-mm. but coming from the both of us, homecoming is really, it's really, really good. good. Really, really good. Really good. <laughs> the, just yeah. be warned because the thigh high chicken biscuits, while they're the best, they are gigantic. They're yeah. so big. They're so yeah. big. So don't think that they're little tiny guys. They're they're huge. They're huge big old sandwiches. Mm-hmm. For sure. But worth it. Yeah. Worth every cent. Yep. One hundred percent. All right. Uh, last question of the day is from an, another good friend of the show, Leanne. Um, she says best tips to survive a rope drop to park close full day. So I'm gonna take that question as like you don't leave the park. Yes. Like you are yeah, you are there. Um, now it kind of go like the questions that we had earlier Mm -hmm. about like the summer months, like I would have similar answers Mm -hmm. just because like you want to get your, like you want to get off your feet for a while. Yep. Like you have to like do a table service meal, take, Mm -hmm. you know, get one that's like, you know, as long as you can. Um, you know, I know sometimes they like to rush you out of there, but. Uh, you know, take take your time with that. Um, that's yeah, that's one thing I have. But Katie, what about you? I don't. I'm not a big rope drop. Of like, I'm <sighs> not. I'm not a full day guy. You know. Oh my god. Well, I I got this. You're talking to the pro here. Yeah. Um, you go. Number one, wear comfortable shoes. You're gonna walk tons of miles, and you don't realize it until the end of the day. Wear comfortable shoes. That might seem like a no brainer, but you don't need to look cute. Just wear gym shoes or good supportive shoes, something like that. Or Crocs, because I like Crocs too, but those might, I don't know. I've heard, on, I've heard they're comfortable in the parks, Yeah. but for like long days, long days not, yeah. not as good, yeah. And if you're gonna do two long rope drop days back to back, wear different shoes each day. That's the biggest one. If you wear the yes. same pair of shoes every single day, your feet are gonna die. Wear mm-hmm. different shoes each day. Or I at always least like alternate. Two- yeah, I always bring two pairs of sneakers with me yep. and alternate. Yep. Yep. That's the biggest, biggest hack there. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else. Yeah, take breaks throughout the day. And it doesn't, and if you're trying to avoid, um, like maybe you want to do this day on a budget or something like that, like, and you don't want to spend money on a table service meal or lounge, sitting and drinking at a lounge, find somewhere to sit and chill, right? Magic Kingdom hub grass and chill is a thing for a reason. Just sit on the hubgrass. There's so many things to like happening around you. Watch people take pictures at the castle or, you know, grab some french fries at Casey's Corner or something like that. Don't be afraid to take a break and sit down and rest and kind of re revamp your day. Now, if you're really, really trying to just go, go, go the whole time, I applaud you. Um, I think I've seen so many fun things um, of people doing different challenges, right? So like see how many times you can ride a ride in a row or see if you can see how many rides you can get or do them all in a certain order or some, there's so many different ride challenges out there. Um, that would be super, super fun too. So, um, best tips, wear good shoes and have fun. Stop at Starbucks or Joffrey's a few times. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, all all great. Yeah, all great tips. And I think the last uh, tip I would do is like don't do full full days. It's not that bad. It's fun. It's part of the experience. 
I can't. No, I can't. I can't do it like I used to. I used to be able to spend like my entire trip doing that, and that's Nick. That's the very first trip I made Nick go on. I did that to him, and he said never again. And I'm like, yeah, but did you? Did you get every single thing done? Because you bet your butt you did. I <laughs> ran you so good, and now you're a Disney pro. Yeah. Um, well, so when I went on my trip in June last year, wow, it was actually like one year ago, um, almost to the day, <laughs> but. When I went last, you know, in that last trip, I, you know, I did full days, mm-hmm. but I left. I, you know, I went to the parks in the morning, but I actually went back to the hotel midday and like I took a nap for 45 yeah. minutes. So like it's still I can't do the rope drop. I need to yeah. like, rest. Like Don't just... underestimate the beauty of a midday Disney nap. Yeah. And if you don't want to commit to go all the way back to your resort, especially if you're staying off property or something like that. And if you're at Magic Kingdom or Epcot or something, take a ride on the monorail. They're not going to kick mm-hmm. you off. Just do a couple loops. Take a ride yeah. on the Skyliner if you're at Studios or Epcot. I still say that that counts. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Let's, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. So, all right. Well, I think that's going to close us out for today. We had some good conversation. Uh, you know, we'll be back next week for another episode of Park Chatter. So, Katie... Where can we find you? You guys come hang out with me on Instagram. I'm at Magically Mootsy. Again, not posting too, too much, but I'm on my stories. And if you guys, I'll be watching your stories too. So we can still chat. I'm still around. I just lack the creativity to post anything right now, but still watching <laughs> you guys like the creeper I am. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm, uh, as they, as they say, we're, you know, on Reddit, you're, you're a lurker. Yeah. Uh, where you just look at everyone's p- comments and posts and stuff yeah. like that. See, I'll you comment really on do- things. I just don't post myself. Uh, I'm not a, I'm not a big commenter. I, I'm more <laughs> of a lurker where I just like look at the comment. I'm, I'm not a big liker either. Like I don't really no? like posts that much. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Just like I just don't doop, like doop, many just posts. Just a double tap. Doop, doop. I know. But I, know. I respond to almost, uh, all, not every story, but I respond to stories all the time. And it makes me so happy when people respond to my stories because why am I posting a story other than to have a conversation with you? So it's true. Respond it's true. to stories and I'll respond yeah. to yours because that's how, I, that's how I catch up with people anymore. True, yeah. That's usually what happens. I'll post something and, you know, people are like, oh, that was stupid. Why did you do that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you just say that yeah. to me. That's true. I, <laughs> I, I I dislike every one of your stories, and I so make sure rude. to tell you that. So rude. Actually, you had me laughing with your story uh, yesterday. What did you call yourself in your story? Oh, I'm a beverage goblin. A beverage goblin. I'm like that. Yeah, because yeah, I always have multiple really drinks going on. Yeah, that was a good one. One for hydration, one for caffeination, and one for fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, currently, uh, this it. is actually a shocker because I only have one drink right now. Usually when we're recording, I have my water and a wine or a beverage of mm. some sort. But I only have my water today. I wasn't, I wasn't planning. Probably because I over-beveraged nice. myself yesterday. <laughs> I had four beverages going on because I forgot that I had a glass of wine and I made myself another drink. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Guys, it's been yeah. one of those weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, all right. So um, I don't think I've said my, where you can find me. I'm at Park Chatter Pod on instagram of course make sure you're subscribing to the podcast if you're if you're not doing so already google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher wherever you find and listen to your podcasts rate and review us if you can that'll help us out tremendously as well um all right well that's it for this week katie uh until next time we'll see you then okay bye